As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the second part of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. We're not sick of each other yet. How are you, Mark? You okay? So, mate, we, uh, we've covered the off-field developments from last week. Yeah. And now we thought it's only fair that we talk about the stuff that's happening on the pitch. Is there an on the pitch? <laughs> talking about the stuff that's happened in the international break, because there's yeah. probably a podcast... Well, there is a podcast in itself about the stuff that has happened in the in the past week. Yeah, there's going to be a, an anchorman dust-up style with uh, Koeman and his training team on side and the Republic of Ireland management team and their training staff the other side. Yeah. Um, come get a taste. Time. Ronald and Erwin having and, a straightener. Yeah, definitely. Keep lemon time. See what happens. There's <laughs> only one place we can really start, though, isn't there, mate? Um, Seamus Cole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sickening. And really... Really, what's coming through is the the quality of the guy himself. You know what he does outside, uh, off the pitch as well. You know the guy's clearly a, a stand-up fella, well respected. You know, and it's always the good guys that this sort of thing happens to. What a horror challenge! I mean, really unprovoked, nasty. Did not see it coming. You know, nasty challenge. The you know the as could any start. I'm not look that bad. I thought his leg had actually came off. Do you know what I mean? It was a really horrific challenge. Really, you know, when we think about David Boston, we think about uh, Luke Nellis for Villa, that type of injuries that have horrored us over the years, that was right up there. You know, I felt really sorry for him. And today they've said his, his operation was a success, thankfully, but, you know, long road back and really did not deserve that at all. Really, a real shame. Uh, a shithouse tackle, not for that. want of a better word. Um, I remember Alan Stubbs calling Milan Barros labelling his tackle as a shit house yeah. in the derby many years ago and you know with it being derby week it's probably relevant but yeah. when you leave your leg in like that but it kind of went full throttle and it, it's a go through 
with any yeah. sort of challenge like that with the momentum you've got the potential to do real real harm and oh, you've only got to see from the stills which for me I don't agree with, with the, the people putting things on Twitter for, for one we didn't need to see the pictures and secondly we didn't need to see close up replays and stuff like that you know what I mean have a really, bit of respect really x-rated graphic yeah. stuff wasn't it you know and, no, and you could all tell it was bad and I could tell from people's reactions I didn't watch the match um, admittedly I just saw Instantly what Tony was the, saying the but players then, reactions you know? within a couple of minutes it was there in my face and I thought you know have a bit of respect with that social media now anyway that's another one um, yeah, yeah it was horrible Neil Taylor bang out of order he's probably going to get a free game ban but um, he isn't that no. type of player well he is that type of player it's just it's, it's yeah. just it's just the timing of it though isn't it Seamus Coleman I'm not going to stand here and say I'm his, being his biggest uh, no, pra praiser for the past few years he's had an up and down time but I do feel this season and under Koeman he's, 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 he's better uh, he's captain of his country which I think tells you a lot about the lad yeah and you know it's ironic that the week before this happens he's doing a lot of work I think it was Down Syndrome he's doing yeah. a lot of work with Down Syndrome and that's just one of the things that he does he's a highly regarded top professional yeah someone who's real grounded lad you've only got to see what the likes of Phil Neville and, and former colleagues and current colleagues and and not colleagues just people who, who know him yeah I've said about him um, he takes his responsibility seriously as a, as a footballer doesn't he you know he's not he does and to see that happen to anyone is horrifying it doesn't matter if he's an Everton player yeah, or any yeah. player um, but it's just it's really unfortunate and it, it, you know it's, it's going to be out for a hell of a long time a massive long time a year or so easily but you know his form was picking up you know, we, we haven't had the Seamus Coleman of, 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 of the Moise years where he was at his best, at his devastating best at times, you know. But it, it, he was getting back to that, that player, wasn't he, you know, recently. You know, he's been setting up goals and back again, you know, and, and getting his form back and looking the player that, that we all love. And then this happens and it's just... The last minute at Palace, last minute winner at Palace yeah, was a, a personal Coleman, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. The kind of thing that was synonymous with him, you know, you'd expect five or seven goals from him per season. I uh, remember when he first came on the scene and we'd be loaned him out, didn't we? And he was pulling up trees there at Blackpool. And then he came back and he carried it on him. Yeah. You know, to, to, to think we bought him for such a cheap price. But admittedly, you know, I'm not, because he's got hurt, I'm not going to stand here and lie and say I haven't criticised him the past, you know, 12, 18 months, two years. I have, but I've probably done that to every Everton player. <laughs> but it was awful to see. Yeah. Now's not the time to be talking about Seamus Coleman's form. It's obviously his injury. His injury, we just don't. Well, he's in the best possible care and, and he's had his, his operations of success. So we've just got to hope that A, he gets himself right and that he, you know, his leg's okay and, and, and his health's okay. And then B, we get the, we get the Seamus Coleman back. The, it's the mental side of it as well. Want. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's going to be. Wary of that happening again, isn't he? For certain, without a doubt, and you know, it's, it's an awful it's an awful thing to say, really. Brian Oviedo, you could probably say he's never, yeah. the, never the same player. We didn't see much of him before he got here, to be honest. You could, only, you could judge him over Martinez's first season when he came into the team. He, 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 looked, he looked more than capable, and he? he looked a, a better player than, than what he kind of ended up becoming at Everton. Yeah. Uh, and he did become a bit of a favourite, but. I, th I think it's easy for us to say from the outside looking in, but he just didn't look the same player after such a horrifying no. injury. But same, you know, the same could be said about Yannick Balassi. There's concerns over him, isn't it? He's had a couple of uh, operations, I believe. The time scales with him, it's it's an awful. It's, it's nothing it's, nailed down, is there? No, yeah. it's it's 
it's horrifying really you think since Oviedo we haven't had anything really bad no in terms I mean that was recent history as well Oviedo but there's been I think it's got major. I think in the cup, wasn't it? It was. It was yeah. a cup game, and then to get two in one season, Coleman and Balassi, and for us to be only in March. I know teams really bad. Been hexed a little bit, you know, and two players that's our right hand side here, technically, you know, as, as two as starters, starters, two yeah, two starters, starters yeah. Say, yeah. And thing with Balassi again, you know, that couldn't have happened. I don't. Again, wasn't pulling up trees, but doing enough to get in the team, and, and you know. Linking up some kind of uh, form with with Lukaku, wasn't he? he? Was getting a little bit of an understanding going, and you know it's always the way when a, a new player they can't afford to get injured on a new club because it, very rarely do they pick back up after it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's you need to hit the ground running and, and have a good season, and then you become a home. He's now going to feel alienated from the squad again, and you know which Coleman wants, but you know, but last year we spent a lot of money on him, didn't we? You know, and it's just it, whether. He's ever going to come back, you know, and if he's going to be the same type of player. Well, his style is style. Yeah, yeah. Because then, then he becomes. It's all pace, particularly in style. He becomes it, redundant, yeah. and so as if, he's, if his pace is gone, you know, so mm. it's a real shame because, you know, he was a player I was excited about big time when we signed him. They're not exactly the youngest players, neither, are no. they? And, you know, they're at an age. Yannick Balassi and Seamus Coleman is what you would label a footballer coming into the prime. Yeah. You know, the way they say that, you know, Absolutely, mid yeah. to late 20s. Players who can propel you instantly up the league, you know, and that's why he's, he was signed. Yeah. You know, so. so our thoughts go out to, you know, yeah, both you know, Alassie and Seamus Coleman, don't they? And yeah, Coleman particularly is going to be devastated right now. From the, from the highs of Thursday to the lows of Friday night, it was just, I mean, our fella said the same to me on Saturday, he said he, he woke up thinking about it. Yeah. And Seamus Coleman, I think a lot of people who I saw commenting on Twitter did. And, uh, Horrendous. I went, yeah, when I woke up and then as soon as you go on your, your phone, you, you're reminded of it again. I thought, bloody hell, yeah, that did happen last night. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just horrible, really. So let's hope he's back quicker than forecasted. Yeah, absolutely. He's a fit lad, you know, he's a hard working lad and with the right medical treatments and stuff and, and hopefully everything there knits together back. But it's only a broken leg, which is good, which is not like a damage or it's not uh, any kind of you know, Achilles and stuff like that, broken legs tend to heal better, don't they? So let's hope. He deserves an early comeback. Yeah, let's hope so. Our thoughts go out to him. Yeah. Um, on the subject of the Republic of Ireland, James McCarthy, been a bit of a war of words brewing, hasn't it? Well, yeah. well not brewing, Roy Keane and Ronald Koeman don't need any sort of encouragement to have to say, but uh, Keane's previously, you know, accused Everton of overprotecting the players and making us out to be a bit like wimps, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then James McCarthy's basically gone there. He's he's not fit. He hasn't really played an awful lot for Everton, and then he pulled up in the warm up. So any thoughts on that, Matt? So, so does that mean they don't look after their players, or they're a bit, you know, they're they're even so if we're wimps, are they reckless then? They just take injured players and try and try and get them through a game, no matter what. So you know what's the attitude here? Are they looking to you know? They've got medical staff who are, you would think is just as every bit as qualified as Everton's medical staff. So what's you know why they clearly overexerted him and and he's got injured during the warm up. But why was he even in the warm up if he wasn't fit? So just just because of their one off games are so vital to them, they're yeah. prepared to take risks on, a, on assets that are worth twenty million pounds for Premier League football clubs. Well, absolutely. In, yeah. in theory, you I mean, know what I mean. One hundred percent. I mean, in, you know that could have been very costly if Schneider had been out for a few months or weeks, and we got the derby, and then we're left with no option other than Gareth Barry again. 
So from you know, being flush in that area to, to being down to the bare bones again, and they're going to run a mock four nil again. You know, we need the energy and pace. We need. You know, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already scared, mate. So we'll be being called recalling top level. Engine and yeah, absolutely. You know, my uncle will be getting a call back in. You know, we need, we need energy, 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 and and you know, Lukaku, they've been reckless there, haven't they? You know, they have. Or they tried it. to screw us one, one or the other. Apparently Martin O'Neill then tried to rap, call Ronald Koeman about Seamus Coleman, you know, courtesy or whatnot. I'm assuming that's what happens anyway. I'm assuming Everton have sent representatives over there to Ireland when Coleman had his, his operation yeah. on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but Koeman apparently, apparently blanked the calls. Now this is media hearsay, I don't know. Yeah. I think O'Neill maybe commented and said he's tried to make contact, but... I I I not expect him to answer the phone call though. If he's pissed them off in the past or his assistant is is publicly calling out a Premier League football club, yeah, and a and its you motives, know, you know, yeah, world famous manager, then why does he need to answer the call to to someone like that? He, he, I'm sure he was the first to ring Seamus Coleman, and that's the most important thing. Well, and maybe he might see Troy Keane to keep his mouth shut a little bit more in uh, future I don't, I don't think anything will no. teach him to, to do that but you know it's looking it's looking stupid now isn't it certainly with the McCarthy thing Coleman couldn't be helped to that was just uh, he can't vouch for another player's recklessness on the pitch but but McCarthy they're just looking pathetic over there aren't they <laughs> you know yeah. so there you go that's you told there's <laughs> uh, any Irish fans listening we're not having a go at you or the Irish person just Roy Keane bit of a disclaimer there just Roy Keane yeah yeah I'm not having no yeah, well, but, you know in terms of international football Mark yeah on a scale of one to who gives a fuck um, <laughs> I, I, I am at my wit's end with this international football honestly I couldn't give a fuck about it uh, if, you, if you pardon the French which is ironically is international um, just to, clear, just, just to, it's just to clarify a, these podcasts I've got an explicit reason they have yeah also we can say that we had to apply for that before we got on there <laughs> we, we know the type of people we are yeah. mate, mate they are the ultimate knife in the bullet aren't they you know they're just they kill weekends, they've been killing weekends for far too long, there seems to be far too many international games and the games themselves are absolutely pathetic. You know, we're looking at, there was a game, Andorra against, um, last night, I think it was, I can't remember who they were playing, but they both ended, because it was a 0-0 draw, a 58 game losing streak. Now, what are they doing in international, I know it's stupid and, and you should allow countries in, but it just renders the whole weekend meaningless. No, let's face it, no one's asked about England anymore except for I'd really weird cockneys and stuff like that who just like who, who EDL and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anyone who's gone ever gone to an England match, ever. I don't know anyone. They, they just they kill weekends. They, 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 you know, you go on Sky Sports Soccer Saturday, they've got the B team on there because Jeff Stone won't get out of bed unless it's a Premier League match. <laughs> don't blame him. Don't blame him. So it's and for me they're just weekend killers. The, you know more than Mark has ever done Mark, and I, I don't know anyone who likes international football just just like that weekend before payday aren't they oh no yeah, in January yeah like you get paid <laughs> on the Monday or the Tuesday and it's like the, the weekend it's the weekend despair. and you've got no money and then you only get yeah you have to work again for a week it's just pointless and then yeah. and then it's like awful because we've got a week in work and then we've got the derby at the end of it so we all know what's going to happen there so it's like it's like there's, there's no there's no good news and for about two weeks we've gone from doing a podcast <laughs> swinging from the lights standing <laughs> here now getting depressed saying hate and swearing and stuff but do you, do you like international football because I hate it I don't no I don't um, you know 
I'll summarise it with this. If as an Englishman, people I get people say they're patriotic. You should support your country and all that. I don't. I I, I don't feel no nothing for England and watching the England national team. No. Don't get me like wrong. I watch football, um, but I didn't watch that England game today. No. I had better things to do, and I didn't watch the England game. The other yeah, night. Yeah. I will watch footy if I can, if 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 I want to. Yeah. Nothing else to do. Yeah. And I like watching football, but international football, no. Not a massive fan. If you're going to employ people like Roy Hodgson and Gareth Southgate as your manager, then you're never going to get my interest, never mind my support. Exactly. Um, They're not capturing anyone's imagination with these safe appointments. But, you know, I don't want people to be annoyed that we're just dwelling on this because it's an Everton podcast, but yeah, yeah. I, I echo everything you said, to be honest. Well, I'm not going to go into it more, but it's just... We're doing great me. on the pitch, you know, and they've stopped it and now we're losing momentum and it's all because England need to beat a team whose who's best player works behind the bar at the local pub three nights a week do you know what I mean it's just ridiculous it's true. Everton have had to announce a new stadium just to get Evertonians doing it <laughs> most of the time the bloody suicide rates for you <laughs> usually we get beat and then have to dwell on it for a fortnight that's usually what happens yeah or if we're winning like we have been it disrupts our flow so but they never come at a good time ever so really Put international football, play 10 games over 10 days over the course of the summer. And whoever has asked, go and watch them. Because I'm keeping out of the rest of us while we're all by the pool, speedos, looking for transfer news. Because I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great summary. There you go, FIFA. 10 games, we 10 days. Just get it over with. <laughs> Don't drag it out over nine months. There's even one after three games. You haven't even put your slippers on in the season and they're already taking you. You know, even if they've done that Fuck 10 me. games in 10 days Ross Barkley still couldn't get on the pitch for England <laughs> <laughs> what is going on there well I don't know and I've just read the statistics there his last 7 call ups he hasn't played a minute now in two, in, in two years gone by I would not have argued with that but the guy is in the form of his life right now playing above and beyond anyone in that Everton team if you ask me uh, for me he's different gravy all over the pitch you know there's players close to him Schneiderlin and, and I think Williams has improved a lot lately uh, and Lukaku is obviously still in the show but for me Barkley's level has gone up two or three notches so if there was ever a time that he was going to start playing for England non-stop then it would be now seven games without that's just that defies all logic considering the shite that's been put in front of him Livermore you know gee come on What's well, going on there? He didn't get up to the get in the Euro 2016 squad, did he? And no. the games around that have obviously internationals are few and far between. But yeah, today was his seventh time. Um, he didn't. Or this up. occasion was the seventh time, and he didn't get on the pitch. But for me, uh, my opinion on that is if he, if, he, if he plays for any other side, from sixth place to first place in the Premier League, he's in that England yeah. team. Yeah, do you ever think John Stones deserves to be in that England team? He's done nothing. To uh, deserve a place in that England team, you know what I mean? So people might say, well, Michael Keane's in, he plays for Burnley. Yeah, because Gareth Southgate's trying to be a bit different and bring other players in. But you know what? It, 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 that epitomises England for me. Yeah. And in a way, although as much as I want to see Ross Barkley do well for his country, I'm not that displeased that he hasn't played. Well, it, it's keeping him for us then, isn't it? He's exactly. not getting tired. He's, I, I, I he's been doing that well. If he went on for England and give it away a couple of times, some dickhead Jano in London would have it all over the, the paper tomorrow. Well, the manager would be making a Giving him a 4 out of 10 rating because he gave the ball away once. And then confidence is massive with Ross Barkley. And whilst he's got it, I'm not saying not getting on the pitch won't hurt his confidence because it will because he thinks, well, I'm not wasting my time here for. 
But uh, I kind of want to wrap him in cotton wool whilst he's doing so well and just keep him forever. He, at the moment, he's in that mindset. The blue shirt comes on. He's not putting any of the shirts on. He's not playing for anyone else in England. So every time he's putting that blue shirt on, he's feeling good because he's yeah. playing well in that. Do you know what I mean? So you know, let's keep him feeling good and let's keep him confidence high. I refuse, refuse to put the shirt you know, on. If Gareth Southgate was telling me to put him on, so yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable appointments, you know. But. Pretty they clearly think a lot of him. Current coach and apparently a nice guy behind the scenes, but yeah, we I'm not just saying that because he hasn't put Barkley in a team. I just don't like the guy and I don't really, I'm not a big fan of England. But yeah. Barkley, yeah, it's wasted his time. They're the statistics they don't like. He can't get on the pitch after seven call-ups. So and in the form of his life, well, fine. You know, well, obviously been better off it unless he moves from Everton. He's never going to get done in, in that England team. No, is he? no doubt. He's already been transferred about six or seven times already. Yeah. He's playing some of the best football in his life, but yeah. Enough about international football. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Get fuck it off. It's gone. It's Happy over. Days. It's like um, <laughs> what's that program where they put things in the bin? Um, oh come on. Program where they put things in the bin. Yeah, you know where you you raise you like your subjects that you don't like. Oh my I god. I can think of another program that sums it up, and that would be pointless. But <laughs> yeah, this is this this program's pretty pointless as well. Um, oh, what's it called? It'll come to me. But yeah, <laughs> if we were on that show, international football would be on that. Oh, I know what you mean. Room one, room... Room one, 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 one. one. <laughs> Mate, if we could get the whole international football in a box and put it in that box and flush it down, um, wouldn't that be Everton players getting injured on international duty would be second on that list Oh, well. definitely, yeah. There'd be a few other things I'd put in that box as well. So, <laughs> um, next up, Morgan Schneiderlin. Yeah. He's got a calf injury, but you know what? Hopefully, he's been doing laps of Bramley more, and he's getting back because we need him on Saturday, don't we? Badly need we him. We need on him Saturday. and Garner guy in that team. Sick of going there um, under strength because yeah. they never get any injuries that lot ever. You'll never hear a Coutinho pulling up this week, or you know, Lalana or players who are playing well for them. Um, but we always go there handicapped. Always, it'd be. F- Fantastic to hold there with a full strength team for once. I'm sure, I read you know, somewhere that Seamus Coleman hasn't played in the last three derbies because of injury, you know. Yeah, you know, that's. that's That probably sums it up. Like, I'm not saying he's going to win you the game. Like, at half time, James McCarthy was having a really good game, I thought, in the derby of Goodison. And no, no. And, and just, it went, it went completely under the radar that he went off at half time because I think he got. Uh, just didn't come back on did he made the first half yeah. and then Barry came on and it went completely under the radar come on the big screen Barry on the thing I went there you go they, right there no one's even noticed the game's over Yeah, and I know it's up to the 95th minute or whatever but they completely overrun us in midfield from then on we couldn't you know McCarthy was playing well he offered legs and stuff which is what we need for Anfield but fucking hell we cannot go there with Barry we can't Barry doesn't cope with Hull City midfield players who were knocking it around, do you know what I mean? He's not the way, not the way. Schneider and Gay in there and Davis, so we need energy, youth and, and, and experience, which is what them three. Uh, and I think the way Tottenham pressed us and the way yeah, uh, that's what the way Liverpool attack is similar, you know, interchanging, they don't have a uh, specific positioning. Yeah. Firmino, Coutinho, Lallana, they move around. Um, Origi, he's not slow, is he? You know what I mean. Gareth Barry can't be put in. He was like lamb to the slaughter against Tottenham. Admittedly, he was on. He was one of a few. The same thing at Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, it was a horror show. We cannot be anywhere near that that first eleven. But then Gareth Barry played against West Brom and, and ran the show. But that's West Brom, a team who, who set up to defend. 
Yeah. And for anyone who's setting up who fancies it against us, and let's have it right, Liverpool are going to fancy it, like they always do. We cannot, we need Schneiderlin's quality in there, positional, and we need Gay doing what he does best. See, this, this, this is what I've got to come to a bit and later, but we that's need to push more to confidence to push on then. Maybe as well talk about it now. For me, Jagiel can start again. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about him in a minute. You've got Holgate. If he goes 4 4 2, Holgate, Williams, who has, I agree with you, what you said earlier as well. I think he's shown I think a lot of fans still don't like yeah. him, but I, I still think he's him, improved. Though. Williams, Jagielka, uh, Baines, yeah. Garner, Schneiderlin, Tom Davis, Ross Barkley, Lukaku. For me, there's no question mark whether you start Morales. I don't know. He was Morales well, kind of fancies it in the derby, but he loses his head too much. I know. You know, he's, he, he loses it too much. He should have, you know, we'd all love the challenge on Suarez. Stick him on, on him after everything he's done, but he should have got sent off for that. He got sent off. I think he's been sent off, hasn't he, in the derby? Um, or was I getting he did it for the Sunday stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, it, likes them, but he, he can he, he loses his head in them. You know what I mean? We need Lukaku not to be anonymous anymore. You know, he's he's talking the talk and I was got a terrific goal last night for Belgium. Really good goal. He's in the form of his life. We need him now to, to we need someone to step up. You know, worse at Everton teams than this have gone to Anfield and won. You know, Kevin Campbell won now, we always remember that. I, I, I think I just want another one of them. I think you'll throw Morales in for experience because yeah, I love Lukeman's being bombed out a bit, Annie. He? He's gone off the boil a little yeah. bit, which is to be expected, but it's a bit of a shame. Morales then is without in the with Delafoe over in Italy then he's the only option really. Um, yeah, because Lennon's not, not nowhere near it. So no. that's that's for me a big decision whether he whether he does throw in does he think right Davis is, is enough youth for that team and enough of, and plus you've got to change it by the back with Mason Holgate. I know no one else is gonna come in there, I've got no worries over Holgate, I think he's a terrific player. And he's got a pace and he's got Energy and he's got um, presence as well. I think he's, you know, he's, he's a bit. And we'll need that against the likes of Adam Milan and not Mourinho. There's no getting Sergio Mane. There's no getting away from the fact that they've got pace. Flies around shit, mate. You need you need to have quick thinking players all over the pitch. Positional. We need Schneiderlin, who's that type of player who can break it up in one instance and spread the play in another. I'm already starting to sweat. I'm sweating, mate. The, the, with those mates, we are like the bed that they can't let, let leave be. You know what I mean? They're, they're just all over us. And we can't say no, and then we end up tying our shoelaces. And I'd like to say we've had a few like that in our time, <laughs> but we haven't. Never had any bit of that. The bears running the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a huge game. Um, we started on Schneiderland then, and we've gone into the derby. Um, yeah, but we've, right. we've completely missed out West Brom and Hull. But we'll come back to them in a second. Yeah. The derby's there, it's our next game. You hate them, yeah. I hate them. We don't really want to talk a lot about them. No. But we're going to go on air. Looks like we're going to our new place to record podcast on Saturday to watch it. Yeah. Um, are we going to call it a studio? Or are we going to, what are we going to I call it? I don't want people to think I'm famous because we're not famous. I go no. to work every morning at 7 o'clock. You know, I don't want anyone thinking that we're above ourselves because that's the last thing we are, believe me. By no, no way, we're not famous. People, you know, so people not think flash. everyone who does podcasts are famous. He knows who he is. Uh, I'm not famous at all. I don't feel famous. Industrial cleaning for eight hours a day, but there you go. You know, uh, you're telling me life story, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it looks yeah. like yeah, exciting times. Yeah, that's all we got. And we will be with others, but it looks like that's where we're going to be. You know what? Let's call it the cave. Let's call right? it yeah, because that's where most Evertonians go on Derby Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need Under the duvet. Yeah, <laughs> or fucking behind the couch or whatever. 
now you know yeah let's call it the let's call it the den well, think, we'll be, the plan is to podcast live from there and you know straight after the game or whatever or throughout the game and a lot the depends comments. on what happens though <laughs> people say well, you only do podcasts when you win but no. uh, if it's 2-0 down after 8 minutes then we'll go yeah <laughs> I'll be in the <laughs> we won't but you know we've got it. this is what I mean they've already got us beat before we even get there Oh, we have to show balls. Look at United. I love the way United fans support the team away from home. I've said this many a time. We've got to go there and be ballsy about this now. Mm. We've got good players. You can hate them, hate them, hate them. You know, Lukaku, every team in the Premier League would have him up front now. So we've got to show that against them. You know, does he want to be a real effort and hero here? Because nothing will stamp it more. So what, if Lukaku can do it against the defences in the Premier League, he can do it against Liverpool's defence. They haven't got a defence, I don't think they keep getting away with it with us. Anything from their front three or four behind, you know, and I'm talking the players who have named plus Coutinho, anything behind there, you can get at them and exploit them. James Milner's a reliable player, but the keeper's not. The two centre-halves, two or three centre-halves have got on the books. The centre midfielders, you know, Emery, Chan, Lucas, the the. the the, the Premier League players, but the, the, the players that Everton can exploit yeah. on the day, Everton could go there. And I just hope we don't go and get overran like we did at White Hart Lane. I, don't, I hope we don't. We, I really don't think we will. Mr. Our fucking whatever his name is, Klopp on this, he'll be doing all the panto and oh, all that. Oh, it'll be pandering. But Koeman just needs to rally his troops, get Schneider and Guy with the foot in. Williams and Jagielka at the back for me. Funes Mori can't be near that pitch. No. Um, and hopefully, you know, the lads who are Ross Barkley, Romelu Lukaku, whether it be Morales or anyone else, can just get just take the chances because inevitably there will be chances for Everton. Yeah, not half, there will be. And we don't need Cumin doing what he done at Chelsea. That's sitting there and resigned from moment one. We need him strong on the bench. You know, he needs to play his part here as well. Um, we need um, a confidence about us that says, you know, we have to do this now. We've got to, we have to, one day has to stand up to this lot at Anfield. And it's got yeah. to be soon because you know it's not fitting in with the vision anymore of just getting smashed four 0 there every time. Yeah. You know that's not that was us last season the year before and everything. You know well, last whatever. season Mark they had forty one attempts. Forty one attempts that's embarrassing, isn't it? You know yeah. that's I think West Brom about forty one attempts all fucking season. You know they they're getting that many in in one game. <laughs> you know basically how wide do we want our legs open? So <laughs> we'll, we'll call it to an end before we uh, get this <laughs> off anymore. I've got the draw here, I don't know. <laughs> You know what? Though we all go through it's a roller coaster of emotions, and all. I, 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 I am now that I'm talking about it. I'm in my stomach. You can feel your stomach turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there'll be blues this week who can't sleep. Men, women, children. We all go to work. We all got to school. We all get it in the neck. We've all got different experiences, but it is time. It's time we grew a set of balls when we went to Anfield. In, in, in your opinion, and in my what, opinion. Look at the shite that have won there this season. Why, why can't we do yeah. that? You know, Swansea City, yeah, um, I think it was Swansea 3 2 won there in the cup they lost at home. Yeah. I can't think, you know, they've lost so many Even West Ham went there and West Ham took the lead a couple of times and got a point. There's been other sides and it, we, we can't go there and bow to the, the panto that Anfield is nowadays and, and be like, yeah, we're just accepting it. We've been beat the past couple of years there, so it's acceptable for Everton to be beat by No, no longer. It's not. It's never acceptable. It never no. should be. And, uh, you know, I'm sick of the fucking smug faces when it comes to it. We've got a bit of uh, light at the end of the tunnel off the field. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about a loft conversion. No. We're talking on about... On the pitch, we need to 
make that statement too. And yeah. We've got the players to hear these sides, but similarly to what I said on the podcast with Sean after the Tottenham game, we just it's a mentality thing yeah. a lot of it and we just See, never seem to do it. We're doing the right things off the pitch, we're doing the right things on it as well, building slowly and slowly, but then there has to be that leap. And, and that takes a big performance, a big win. You know, like the United performance with Martinez's first season, that gave us the confidence to go on and have a really good season, you know. But there, there needs to be that Everton when, when we drew one all with, with Liverpool in 84 and that convinced Kendall. It was only a 1 1 draw, but it convinced him that, that we were, we could go toe to toe with these and then we beat them 1 0 at Anfield with Sharp, you know. That's yeah. what that's what a great side needs, that cat that moment. We've had the catalyst off it, now we need it on it. And we've got the players to do it, so, you know, Lukaku, you do what you do best. Schneider, and you do what you do best. Give it to Morales, she play, uh, you know, enjoy it. Link up with Lukaku, you international teammates. So you've got, like, West Brom and Hull. We don't even need to talk about them, they were that convincing. Oh, mate. But you, you can say, we only beat what's in front of us. There's seven, seven goals scored there, we didn't even look like conceding against them too. So now, it's the impetus now going into the other games. Yeah. And we should be relishing going to Anfield and all that. We should be there, Billy Big Bollocks, mate. We're all past experience. We, 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 but we let it cower us. we on the back foot. Yeah. yeah. And we let that whole atmosphere cower us and, you know, and, and belittle us and, and make us look weaker than what we are. Like you say, mate, we've won them games, right? We, we haven't won games like that so convincingly for years. We haven't. We've struggled big time, West Brom at home. You know, stuff teams like that. You know, we're now winning. We've been shattered. Even under Moyes, when we, we, in the times we were doing relatively well, it yeah. was it was a one 0 or a two one. You know what I mean? And that it was just threes Look at that last five six home games, all wins, twenty six goals, something like that. We just, I don't know, whole city played well. They, they, they didn't deserve to lose four 0 But at the end of the day, we've got the quality to do this. The teams, yeah, when they're not playing that well. If it, if so, it was on our field, and I'd say, and the results against Liverpool. Yeah. Leicester and the Cup and Tottenham aside, the past three months have been great for Everton. Yeah. We have been probably the best side. The form table doesn't lie since January. But if we if we had Goodison on Saturday I'd be a lot more confident. But it's just something about going there, isn't it? And it's just horrible. It's horrible. It's basically what we worry about translates onto the pitch instantly. Now yeah. you think the players this time would be bigger and better than what our fears well, are. Let's, they let's, go, you know, it's not let's the turn it on its head then. Yeah. We're gonna go there. And we're going to get the minimum of a point. We're going to go yeah. there and beat them. And then we're going to beat United. And we'll go to United and we'll do the same. Because I'm not scared of my Finally, United. the media might think, hang on. Everton There's something be, evolving here. Something changing, yeah. Because I think until it happens, yeah. we, won't, we won't see that. Because we'll always be, oh, look at Everton. There they are. You know, Sky even re- 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 refer to the top half as the top six, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, we're level on points with Arsenal now, albeit there's games in hand there. But what will it take for Everton to be recognised one day? It's going to take results. The next two games. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's going to take results on the field against these sides. Because yeah. no one's asked about watching us beat Hull 3 0 or. No, no one's watching us. It's not lifting no any bothered. eyebrows, is it? No. But these two games, mate, I mean, come on, if you're coming now, you've got that team singing a tune for you. This is a real opportunity now to really. Say to everybody else, this is this is something special that we're building, you know. And, and you know, we beat them two games away. That everyone is going to stand up and notice that. Four everyone. points minimum. Yeah. Okay. I would honestly, I would, I would take that all day. 
There you go. There's your, there's so your long field and your Man United preview. <laughs> <laughs> West Brom and Hull, though, was, they were comprehensive fit wins. Yeah, great um, wins. You know, well, Hull City was a lot more difficult than when it appeared on the score sheet, but, you know, we were, again, a game we were never in trouble of losing or drawing, in fact. Do you know what I mean? It was just. You look back to some of the other Southampton, Man City. It's a game. You know, we just absolutely smashed teams. What's that there? Southampton was 3 0, City was 4 0, Bournemouth 6 6 3. Then you've got 3 0, you've got 4 against Hull, 3 against West Brom, um, and there's been someone else. In, bet- in between that, yeah. we, we won away at Palace as well. Yeah. It's just, you know, as I say, it doesn't lie. Obviously, we're still 7th place in the league table. But no one's looking. We'll level on. Sorry, sorry, mate. No one's looking forward to coming to Everton anymore. No, not at all, not at all. And you know, inevitably you've got to go to the places like Anfield, No Trafford. The home games do run out. Beyond that, we've then got Leicester, and we've got Burnley. Yeah. So you think to yourself, the catalyst could be here, Old Trafford and Anfield. And then you think, well, Leicester and Burnley. Let's be honest, two decent sides, but two beatable sides. Yes. Yeah, let's have it right, mate. If you we could somehow muster ten points for the next four games. Oh, we're going to now. We're going to now. Now that we've stopped being negative. Now we're going to be, you know, Lukaku's going to score even more goals. He's such a dangerous player. Do you know what I mean? We've, we've got it all there to do it. We've just got to have that belief. But actually, we know it's so easy to go missing against the bigger sides, isn't it? Because you're well, blaming on the rest then, of the team. Then it's his ego. His ego's not going to go. I no. think he's in the mood to get his ego massaged, mate. The way he's, the way he's talking and playing. He's, he's, he's feeling like the main man, isn't he? He's loving the fact that he's the main man. You know, I think he... I, I can't see him leaving for the life of me, honestly. Like when you're walking the booze on a Ferrari. Yeah, and you know, if he, at the moment, Lukaku feels like Jimmy Conway in Goodfellas. He's walking in, he's giving the bartender $50 for keeping the ice cool. He's giving everyone money, $50 for the fella just for saying hi to him, you know what I mean? He's, he's feeling great. He's that man that lifts everybody when he walks in. So he's... Let's hope his ego continues to... Want, I mean, you know, a winner at Anfield, mate, and that's him done. <laughs> No, there's no more slagging him off. You know, Kevin still, Campbell. Still be He'll still be, yeah. do you think? Yeah. yeah. You know, we need uh, Kevin Campbell. You know, that's what we need. Take one of them right now. Yeah. So, Lukaku is the next item on the agenda, to be honest. Um, there's meant to be some sort of announcement. Yeah. And I say meant to be. It's Twitter talk, is it? Or he's been... I don't pay much attention to it, to be honest. But no. he's been commenting again on international duty. He scored, didn't he? Last night, really good goal against yeah. Greece. Last minute, yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. But they, they they were struggling badly. They lost. They were losing one nil. Um, yeah. And he brought the ball down yesterday. I'm on the swivel, smashed it left foot. The keeper couldn't hold it. Just, just talk. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Of an announcement, yeah. but you just, you just repeat what you said to me before we started recording about Lukaku and um, about the announcement and why you think... Yeah. There'd be no announcements unless he was staying. Can well, I think if Adam's got anything to do with this announcement, then he'll be staying. Right. We don't see anything. You know, when players have left in the past, and, and it's been evident, I believe, and the club says next to nothing, 
because what part of Lukaku going do Everton want to be a part of? You know that that's that's with the ambition in the club now. It's all pointing towards keeping your best players and attracting new best players with it. So I don't think if there's any kind of announcement to do with Everton and Lukaku tomorrow, we stay. Because you look at how silent Arsenal and uh, RB and Overosel and Sanchez, you know, the two players who are, for me, clearly off in the summer. Do you know what I mean? He's falling out. They're, they're saying nothing. So if Everton have got even anything to do with this tomorrow, he's staying. Because I don't think Everton want to... Why would they announce that he's leaving? I don't get it. Yeah. They wouldn't. And the, the press They would almost... just keep it under hat, play it down, and then start him in the summer. There's no interest in them announcing that he's leaving. The press almost announced that he was leaving in 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 shape oh, in the way. Absolutely desperate. Aren't they? Well, there's some there's an agenda, isn't there? And there was a there was an article written the other day about you know BBC and the bias and oh, Ever- I thought it was nailed up. Evertonians. It was you know significant when he he came out against Hull. There was not a boo around Goodison Park and. No. It, it, in this day and age, it is like pantomime, isn't it? Everyone, everyone doesn't read the papers anymore. I think you see Everton as a of the, the media thinking, "Oh, what we say is gospel." It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. And I think it, I don't know. To be honest, I, I I don't know. I don't want to say and put my neck on the line. Say I think he's going to stay or I think he's going to go. Yeah. For the time that he's an Everton player, I just want to support him. I want to keep seeing him banging in the goals. Yeah. And getting the best out of him whilst he's here. Because I don't think any Evertonian could say, I expect Lukaku to stay around for the long time. Even in his first season when he came, I was really shocked that he did. And he's, he's done he's done an awful lot since he's been here. Look at his goal record. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lukaku. I get wound up when people criticise him. I can yeah. see why some do in certain occasions. But I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to give he's you a play opinion, but I don't know whether he's going to stay. If no. he announced tomorrow that he's staying, I wouldn't be surprised. If he announced tomorrow, if he announced tomorrow that he was leaving, I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's 2017 in the Premier League. Yeah. And I'm yeah. an Evertonian, so I'm kind of not. I'm a bit hardened to it now. Yeah, exactly. Well, Indifferent. Doesn't mean probably I'm the best way to be because you get upset or. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 the other. doesn't get away from the fact I'd be massively concerned if he left. But I was. Well, there's no you one know, in this club who can do what he does. You could say that about a lot of the players, and then yeah, you tend to yeah. get on with it. But Lukaku's different in terms of his age, his work, his goals. He uh, kind of is priceless to Everton at the moment. But we'll see, I suppose, won't we? Yeah, Everton got there a there no announcement. We'll see. We'll just have to see, won't we? There'll probably be a favour in the morning about something happening at eleven o'clock, and it'll be something that'll get us through the work day. But you know, we don't know if anything will happen or not. I just if Everton got anything to do with it, I think he's just going to be staying. Mm. We're not going to. I want to announce the best players leaving. One of the best players, you know. If he keeps scoring like he does, because there's no one who can do what he does. If he keeps scoring like he does, they might have to name a, name one of the new stands after him. <laughs> yeah, well, a goal at Anfield, and that's a set, mate. <laughs> Imagine a statue of Lukaku down at the new, uh, new Docklands Arena. <laughs> you'd be able to see it from anywhere, wouldn't you? On the waterfront. The big fella. <laughs> so there you go. Um, that was Lukaku. Yeah. So he's got a statue, or he's leaving. <laughs> it's either one or the other. There's no, there's no middle ground for us. <laughs> A um, couple of other, like, well, any other business things Yeah. before we sign off. Yeah. We've been linked with a couple of players. Some we've spoken about before. Yeah. One, one's a new guy. Uh, one, the first one is Brennan Johnson, who's six. I think he's just turned 16. Yeah. Trying to look into it a bit. Some, someone said he was 15, but he's young anyway. Yeah. 
he's he's uh, not old enough to put the lottery on. No. <laughs> or he's old enough to be on the street. He's old enough to be twenty. Trial and out, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it fits in with the. Um, you know, we're talking again about money, aren't we? A million pounds. A million pounds. Pound. It's Nottingham Forest, and you know, various media sources reporting that we're in advanced talks, and this citing Steve Walsh as the reason, which, as the head of recruitment, you would, well, you, I would think you would, you would have him as responsible. But I think it's yet more cause to be excited, isn't it? You know, this course, is all fitting yeah. in with with Unsworth and his budget, which again is something we've never heard of a youth team manager having a budget of his own. He's going out and the best talent in the land. You would assume, and now just heading to, to Goodison. I mean, you know what? There's nothing to hate about that. Nothing. It's all. It's so exciting to see the Everton in this acting this way. You know, this is what the big clubs do, don't they? You know, they come in and they take the best talent around. You know, United had this for years, didn't they? Just taking the best. Um, and it, Everton, it's great to see Everton so proactive in wanting to get the talent into the club. That are going to be grown and nurtured and and into Premier League. I think the remit is Champions League quality players, isn't it? You know, so exciting to see all this happen. You know, he's not a player we can get excited about now, but the 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 intent and the drive behind getting him is something we can we can get excited about. We probably said the same when we signed John Stones, Mason Holgate, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. That as well, oh, didn't we? Wait, yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin went under the radar. A million pound, weren't he from Sheffield United? Yeah, a million pound, and now he's scoring. He scored his first goal, which is going to do in the world of good. Forgot about him, mate. Yeah, he's completely complete. And, he, and to, be to be honest, we're not the only ones to forget about him. Match of the day didn't even give him a mention. Yeah. First goal for the club. That and is and a true. Was, and it was three young English players in the link up. In the link up. And yeah. it didn't get a mention. All it got a mention off them spiteful asses was trying to sell Lukaku. And I think the best one ever was to Liverpool. Yeah. Off Graham or so. They might as well have dragged me in off the street if they wanted an opinion that idiotic. Let's not get started on Graham or so. But yeah, Dominic Carver-Lewin's come through. He's there. He's in the first team. Yeah. Koeman's been pushing him since January. He then he got that injury. Yeah. He's now got off the mark. Confidence world of good. Mason Holgate, ironically, we've already discussed, he's coming into the team at right back to potentially yeah. start in one of the biggest games in his career. Is anyone remotely bothered about that? Because I'm not. He's got it. No, no, it was, I'm not. It no. was just a blink of the eye that he signed. Was it MK Dons we got him from? Basically, we got Lincoln now, Brennan Johnson, and people might think a million pounds, 16. It's, it's buttons. It's buttons in terms of the asset that, that you, you then yeah, own. But, I mean, in their eyes, the, the nature in the next. You know, he's a shit out of the pitch, but the nature of the next John Terry, aren't he? The nature of the next yeah. England captain, you know, these players have got to come from somewhere. And to have them all, it just seems like the best talent in the land. You know, the guy from Germany, Donker, I know he's gone back now, isn't he? Because he's injured. Got but but the, again, the, it's absolutely brilliant to see the club so proactive in, in, in wanting the best youth at our club. Because mm. it's all painting towards a much, much brighter future. So speaking of youth and bright yeah. futures, we've been linked with Michael Keane and Jordan Pickford as well. Yeah, guy looks a player, Keane really looks a good player for England. He was playing uh, tonight against Lithuania, I know it's only Lithuania, but uh, he looks a really good centre-back. I thought you didn't like international football? Well, I watched it because uh, oh, nothing else was on on a Sunday afternoon, but I was watching it. Um, and Keane looks a good player. Yeah. yeah, actually that doesn't fit well with my international football rant. But you know, Sunday afternoon inside the made a few rolls all fuzzy. Well no, he's probably <laughs> say the same though when you've seen him play for Burnley this season. Yeah, he's been a lot of our fantasy been teams. Been uh, different class. He's, 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 uh, we've been linked with him, but we, surely we won't be the only 
team link with them you know United, Chelsea Arsenal are always crying they're always the looking for centre-halves everyone's always looking for a good English centre-half yeah. absolutely so probably won't be the only ones but you'd think given our proactive approach to, to, to deals like this that we've already got it in place you would hope you know you never know when you think you look at the, the two centre-halves you could start on Saturday and Ashley Williams and Phil Jagielka yeah. we know the future isn't there with them and it's probably not with Funes Mori no so I think that's I think that's going to be the big change in the summer is the yeah. centre-back area. He's yeah. going to want fresh and he's going to want him in early because you need your defenders in early, get time to work with them, get an understanding going so we hit that ground running uh, when the season starts. What about Jordan Pickford? I mean, he probably didn't have his best game, did he, when, when no. Sunderland visited? He didn't, but he done well. He's been impressive all season, hasn't he, though, for, for Sunderland? That was another game we missed out before. We talked about the own games. Yeah, Sunderland. That was another... Kind of comprehensive one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and easy. But Sunderland won the worst team they've ever seen in Wilson, uh, along with West Brom, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, he, Pickford's done well, hasn't he? You know, he's, he's the young goalkeeper. Again, that's what people are after. Hungry, young, uh, talented goalkeepers. Robles has done nothing wrong all season, to be honest, has he? Not really uh, in, in that context. But we need competition, and he's done well. So what? And I'm not asked, to be honest with you, as long as Cumin wants him. And Walsh sees him as, as you know, and, and they see him as a part of our future. Then go for it, you know. Uh, and then Rooney's been linked again. So well, they haven't been. Cumin and Walsh and haven't done much wrong with the recruitment since he's been there. So I think they're the best judges of character. Yeah. So we can talk about paper talk as much as we want. But we can give our own opinions. But yeah. at the end of the day, if these piece, these fellas see, you know, round pegs fitting into round holes. Then then that's all we need, isn't it? You know. I've never seen an interview with Steve Walsh on the Everton show about a month ago or two months ago and yeah. I thought he spoke really well I was really impressed with the way he talked about uh, the way he's gone about his business and his thoughts on the game and, and the yeah. young talent out there and I just thought to myself um, it'd be great to speak to him speak to yeah. him directly and just get his thoughts on other things he, he's obviously he's got a, a, a vast array of scouting network now he's, he's like in, in charge of them you know but someone was brought in the other day from, as well like Chelsea or something yeah, like I that I can't remember the name and it, it, we sound bad because we should do our research I know someone brought in Academy and I can't remember who it was someone tweet us and let us know if you, if you, if you can be bothered <laughs> um, but yeah he's, he's got scouts here then everywhere he just, he just spoke really well Mark he's honest. ahead of the he's in charge of that network isn't yeah. he all scouts but we're pinching the best scouts in the land you know it's all it's just all a network fantastic it's, done, it? it's a model it's stealing a match on everybody else which yeah. is why I love the Luckman signing so much because it just went in he's the best player in League One uh, it's the model which is, is it, since it's been put in place we're yeah. kind of reaping the rewards now yeah. and the, in the future we, we will hopefully do that um, so yeah going back to players being linked I'm, I'm confident that uh, we've got well, the right people there who bring in the right people the right fit for Everton as you said before we can get rid of eight but if we bring in two or three that are are going to make an instant impact or a ten times better player than albeit. Absolutely, and these players are going to fit right into Cumin's system that he wants to play, you know, and the way he wants to play. That's why you have scouts, isn't it? You know, and not just that, to, to get the right quality of person in as well. You don't want any asshole troublemakers who are going to rock the boat or, you know, have an opinion by all means, but don't, you know, not, not to be disruptive for, for disruptive sake. They're getting the right players in. Yeah. And that's what the best scouts do, you know, uh, mentally as well. So what about uh, the man you just 
quickly mention them where yeah. you're really that it's not going away that one is it no it's not and it's like it seems more and more concrete if that's possible without anything being no shirts held up or anything Rumi seems to be a target of Cubans for the summer doesn't he seems open to coming back there's even talk of United not even asking for a transfer fee you know and Everton I don't, I don't know I think they're desperate to get a £300,000 a week player off the box aren't they mm. you know that's never I can't be uh, and a player who's not really playing that much as well you know it's not not a long term model for them is it for, for that to carry on so I would think Rooney uh, you know would he get is he it's, it's a legitimate point would he get into the team right now he would of course but there's so much quality behind Lukaku right now he would fit in but then that would mean Ross Barkley maybe missing out he's in the form of his life I would have Rooney all day long to be honest we need this mentality at the club I just think his overall future might be back at Everton and that's bit part player bit part coach bit part mentor getting involved in some coaching at lower level yeah. like Franny Jeffers what he's doing at the moment and things like that yeah. bit of a casual thing I just you know, we've said this. I've said this before. That for me, if Ronald Koeman sees a place back at Everton for Wayne Rooney, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll prepare to let past thoughts be gone and past opinions. And I do. I did have a lot of ill feeling towards him at one point, but I had a lot of ill feeling towards the club at one point as well because I didn't know who to believe as to what happens. Yeah. And yeah. Kissing doesn't help. No. Same age as me though, Rooney and. You know, I've done stupid things in my time. You'd hope that people would forgive and forget. You'd like to think being captain of your country, captain of Manchester United and having three kids and becoming... He is a different person when you see him behind the camera. He's obviously matured. Yeah, and he he's bringing his kids up as Evertonians as well. You'd you know. think he'd come back as a role model to some and he'd sell an awful lot of shirts, which no. people are like, well, Everton sells shirts, but Everton don't really sell shirts, do they? No. When we sign Lukaku, yeah. But other clubs make transfer fees back on revenue and retail sales Real because Madrid. of names. Wayne Rooney would sell shirts even if he was only playing because twice a month. There's that many people fascinated with him and about yeah. him, and, and you know he's got a lot of fans. Rooney, I think, would also feel invigorated by the move himself. He's gone a bit stale at United. Uh, he still can play. Good God, he can still play. You know, and he can still contribute on the pitch. So I think an uh, invigorated Rooney um, with. You know, back at back at his home club, a club on the up, not just we're not meandering. It's not like he's thirty-eight and he's just come in, you know, for for a bit of a, a Ginola type signing. You know, this is a club that's on the up. We're on an upward curve. He's he's joining the club at the right time, I think. But also, we need a men- we need his mentality on that pitch. We need his drive. We need a winner, someone who's and you know, sadly for us, he didn't do it with us. He'd have to to do it. But if we are getting him back, we're getting him back. But he's a trophy-laden career, and, and you can never get enough players with that mentality in the squad. That's it. A winner mentality is yeah. priceless, and he's won, he's won it all. He's seen it all, and he I would hopefully come back and have a part to play. But then I do believe, in terms of the staff, the future, he yeah. would be a part of that as well. So yeah. it's not just bringing him back to play. He's not going to come back and you're going to give him 200 grand a week. That's not going to happen. No. They may offer him 80, 100, 120 grand. Yeah, which, he's just you know what I mean? It's still not bad money if you can get it, but he's a multi-millionaire. He has to understand he's never going to earn that wages all his career. You know, he so. either comes back to Everton. I can't see him. He's not going to go to China, full stop. No he's not going to probably go to America. Maybe not now. His kids are young. They're in school. It's important to him. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm thinking... 
Morales is the same, you know, his kid's just been born, hasn't he? You know, and he's, and he's happy. doesn't yeah, want to leave like because that. it's important to these some of these lads that the families are happy and if they're happy, why, why are they seeking to move? It's not like Wayne Mooney's have to move out. He hasn't got to move anywhere, has he? All signs point towards a return yeah. to Everton for Wayne Mooney. It won't sit well with everyone. You won't please everyone. No, but it's going to steal, the, again, like the stadium, it's going to grab people's attention yeah. to what's happening at Everton. People yeah. are going to go, oh, Mooney back at Everton. Oh, you know, he's he, 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 in terms of he could offer for a lucrative deal elsewhere, he could earn, you know, probably seven hundred grand. He's going to get a few quid Yeah, of course. Life over China, well, you you literally just disappear off the face of the planet. No one's interested. No one's asked. It's a yeah. league far, far away. And I think America's too much of an upheaval for his young family. So yeah, the all factors considered. I truly believe Wayne Rooney will return to Everton. Definitely. Um, and I, I hope he has a part to play. Here's where he's holding up a Fenerbahce shirt in front of a raved Turkish crowd. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, even, even if he just even if he just comes on to keep hold of the ball when we're in the Champions League final and the game's won, you know, even when <laughs> even if he just comes to the I don't even contributed to the game. I've got a bit ahead of myself yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know, do you? even if you know, come back, Ross Barkley won't play, Lukeman won't get a look in. They will, because Koeman knows how to do it the right way. He's yeah. not just going to bomb kids out because Wayne Rooney comes back. But it's a romantic tale, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't sit well with everyone. Didn't probably sit well with me at one point. But but he's a very good player, and we can't get enough of them at the club. You know, we've got rid of shite. We, we've got room for a lot of good players to come in now and, and challenge others for the, you know, competition for places has to be, so if Rooney's in the squad, you know, then the likes of Luckman and the likes of Barkley, they're going to up their game even more, because they know there's a ready-made player coming on, who can take their place, and not only take their place, but keep them out the team for six, seven games, you know what I mean, so it's all good, you need competition for places, and, and Rooney, at least, without anything else, will provide that, you know. So we, I'm all for it, mate, and I'm all for the limelight that it'll grab. I'm Everton, you know, Mercedes all about people noticing Everton, isn't he, and wondering what's going on, and that that fits in with with what we're trying to do with the ground and everything, and get Everton back on the map, gets people's heads turning, and I really think there's going to be three or four signings that'll turn people's heads anyway. Do you know what I mean as to what's going on? Positive. There you go. Good way to end it, that. <laughs> we went a bit off the, off the rail when we were talking about international football in oh. the derby. You've got to let the Haitian out somewhere, you can't be nice. You've got to get the fume out on it. <laughs> well, no, I, I agree with what you say there. There'll be others that won't, but let us know your opinions. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, again. Um, when are we back? We're back for the derby. Back for the derby on Saturday, it's just a small turnaround for us. If we win, we won't do a podcast, we'll just scream for 90 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to listen to that, Post, yeah, <laughs> on the show. It's going to be like an Argentinian uh, football commentator. Yeah, or may just press record whilst we're in the pub Yeah. afterwards and just uh, see what let ourselves go. But we'll be back, yeah, we've got Liverpool, we've got United, we've got Leicester. Yeah. And we'll fit one in at some point in between. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Don't forget the, uh, the technical bits as well. We appreciate all feedback. You can find us on Acast, you can find us on iTunes. Um, obviously, follow us on Twitter at Everton Fan Focus 2. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a shout out. Any final thoughts, Mark? Just that I want Everton to really go into Liverpool with all the confidence that they got from uh, that they're getting from the last couple of games and all, and the confidence in our play. Really show what we're about, really show what the club's about now, and, and stick one on them, and then everybody's right behind what we're trying to do uh, that's not what I want to say but you know, there you go. let's just beat them there's your team talk <laughs>
Men tvärtom satt i. Fåsjön med jägt. Så. 